writing poems in a corner booth. I did it again. I started the show with a song that I'm dying to hear. Will you please turn it up for one more second? I panic. And then I'm like, oh, this song is so awesome. And I'm like, yeah, we'll just hear the first 10 seconds. Nope. All right, it's going to take just a second to get to the chorus. But it's so worth it. Material issue. Familiar? Yeah, because all the songs are about women's names. Well, this he's a hopeless romantic. Yeah. All right. There are two albums that every person should own by Material Issue. International Pop Overthrow and the, uh, the album that this song comes off of, Freak City Soundtrack. They, if you like power pop at all, upper Midwestern power pop, think the tradition of the, like your cheap tricks, you know, and so many other bands. This is an important band. And this, some would say, who would say? Some would say this is an important podcast. It's the Brian Oak Show, episode 373. Luckily, we still have Patreon members. They believe it's important. We have people who show up to our events, and we have a good number of listeners, which I still, four years into this thing, Sean, I can't quite figure out. What, are we, what are we doing right? I think we're showing up, yeah? which they say is what? 90%? percent. Yeah, yeah all that's, right. That's a big deal. Okay, we just um, show up every time we say we're going to be here. That's it. Okay. You know, we put out the shows. That's what you got to do. Yeah. Um, by the way, we need ratings and reviews again. Part of the deal is Apple totally messed with stuff about six weeks ago. Right. Uh, and made everything a huge pain in the ass. So if you don't mind, go on and rate the uh, rate and review the show. And if you can, subscribe to the show that will help us as well. We greatly appreciate it. Please and thank you. Because they chopped off like two-thirds of our episodes, right? In terms yeah, of did. ratings they and did. everything. So you'd have to manually go search them instead of them just showing up in the regular search. Thanks, Apple. Thanks. Appreciate that. I, I, thought, I thought we were supposed to live in this intuitive future where everything came to us and I would have floating computer screens in front of my eyes that I could just swipe with my hands. It's all algorithms nowadays. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Brian Oak, and that is Sean Bernard. We are here in the Smart Start MN Studios in beautiful South Minneapolis, near 48th and Chicago, and it's a good place to be. We've been here for more than four years now, and we love it here, and it's largely in part due to the consistent support of our friends at Smart Start MN, Minnesota's original ignition interlock company. I had a very, very funny... Uh, memory on Facebook pop-up where it was from years ago, back when I was still enjoying my evening drinking quite a bit. Oh, sure. I remember those posts. I'd get on a little (laughs) rant, and then suddenly 18 paragraphs later, (laughs) that's what I'm trying to tell you. You read every word. I'd go back, and I couldn't even read it. And so I wrote um, (laughs) one post that popped up was, Facebook was drunk last night. You know what they need? An ignition interlock to be able to log on to the internet. And I still believe that, but once you drink and drive, you will lose your license, and you'll need the ignition interlock to get yourself back into a car, driving behind a car. It's a simple matter of blowing clean, but they're the people who can get you there quicker and for less money than you might otherwise expect. Yeah, just go to smartstartmn.com slash the Brian Oak Show. That'll get you 20% off the installation of the ignition interlock. OA Design Build Architecture. They're high-end. They're smart. They're stylish. I saw an episode of Brady Bunch yesterday on the television, and I'm like, Mike Brady was an architect. Look how good-looking that dude was. You see those shirts he was wearing? 
Especially oh, later yeah. on, in years later, Absolutely. with the, the curly perm. The that's, tight curl perm. Yeah, that's very, very much what they're like over at oadesignbuild.com. <laughs> <laughs> but they, they are forward-thinking. But they're also, like, they, they do a weird thing there. Not a weird thing, but like, like a good weird thing, where they mix the sturdiness and the durability of the old with some of the more... Uh, modern appreciation of spaces and proportion and all that kind of stuff. I've never seen anything like what they do at oadesignbuild.com. You can tell when you walk into a house if something's done well and done right. And OA Design Build Architecture is fantastic at what they do. They actually pay their people. They're they're full-time employees. They get benefits, that sort of thing. That matters to us, too, because we want to work with people who actually take care of their employees and they're good people. So go to, go to oadesignbuild.com for more information. Coming up next, we are going to be talking, we're going to have a conversation that's long overdue with a great local artist who's been at this for, well, I was going to say a very long time, but she's obviously clearly too young to have been at it for that long. So we'll talk to her in just a moment here, but she's internationally known, award-winning hip-hop artist. She teaches, she performs, she is very much who she is, and I've always, always liked that about her. We'll check in with Desdemona just ahead, but first, a very quick goodbye to yeah. a guy who had a troubled life that you and I both knew very well, Yes, and a lot of people in this community knew. He was a writer for a long time. City Pages was his primary mm-hmm. destination, but he wrote for other outlets as well later on, and as you reminded me, an extremely talented musician. Yeah, absolutely, and I think he sent a lot of us his music over the years. We got those texts uh, late at night, and he was very proud of the music that he uh, was putting out uh, over that period of time. R.I.P. to G.R. Anderson. It's such a bummer, man. It really and is. Way re- too young. He Way too young, and I know that he had some troubled years and that COVID hit him a little harder than it hit other people. But other than that, you just you don't like to hear Well, you don't like to hear it when your peers start to vanish, right? Even if they've got things that they're facing. Yeah, and this is uh, number four of radio people that I worked with or that knew that have passed away in the last two months. So who else? Uh, Ian Punnett. Oh yeah. Uh, Pat Eberts and Larry Moon. Well, I don't like any of those stories. No. I'm so a radio is, guy. So this is number four. Yeah. Of men who have passed away that are around our age. So I don't really care for that. And yeah. uh, again, uh, but we love GR and GR at his best was great. He was clever. He was creative. He was yeah. passionate and he really was a good musician. And, and feisty. He, he was feisty too. I think we should say that. Oh, I think so. <laughs> the problem was feisty could go one of two ways. <laughs> yes, it could. Feisty is a double edged sword. Yes, it is. He was a part of this band, an important pa- uh, part of this band, Mike Rickberg, uh, who eventually I think moved out to California and Steve Price, who still plays with everybody oh, yeah. in town. They were for a while in the nineties. Rex Daisy and the Guys and Dolls record, I also say, is another another absolute must-own record if you like power pop. This is changing your mind. Rex Daisy on The Brian Oak Show. Just play it like you're really going for it.
Taking your time about changing your mind Go right ahead, think it On that record, there's another song called Stuck on AM, which sort of become became their anthem, you know, between yeah. college radio and being all kids in the 90s. But I'm telling you right now, that song right there, Changing Your Mind, was I not deliriously happy right there? You were very, very happy. You, I, I, you know, music is memories, right? So it I can is. just see you back in that place where you first heard the song. Like, we all kind of go to that, don't we? When we hear a song, we're like, where did I first hear that song? It, it's time travel. It and really it's, is. It's amazing. Yeah. And it, 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 but also, like, sometimes it's good time travel, other times it's bad time travel. Like, oh, that was one of the worst things that's ever happened to me. But then other times it's like <laughs> the breakup situation. Other, I don't, I don't know. Whatever <laughs> case may be, the artist we're about to check in with right now, as I mentioned, internationally known and known to rock a microphone. She's an award-winning hip-hop artist. Nice. Thank you. You're very welcome. Who started performing in the Twin Cities back in the mid '90s? She's traveled the, around the U.S. and abroad, delivering her lyrics and spoken word. Also, spending time in traditional and non-traditional classroom spaces. As I mentioned before, she's a performer. She's a teacher. She's kind of a local force of nature. She's been all over the map. She's collaborated with dozens of people. And we'll talk more about some of the other things that are in your bio shortly. But first, it's been too long and we should say hello. Hi, Desdemona. How are you? Hello. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you very much. Do you like doing podcasts and stuff like this? Do you enjoy self-promotion? <laughs> I mean, I don't mind. Okay. I, I'm I, Sometimes afterwards I walk out and go, what, what did I say that, yeah. I, that I'm going to regret? <laughs> Nothing. There's nothing you can regret because luckily a podcast lives forever on the internet. So don't screw anything up. Um, but I can tell that you're comfortable behind a microphone. Uh, you've done this a couple times, at, at, you know, both in public, performing under your own name, talking to other people, talking to kids. Public speaking still ranks, ranks as one of, even if it's to kids or to adults, yeah. public speaking still ranks as one of the most terrifying things. Most people say they fear that more than they fear death. Yes. Because they know death is inevitable, and they know that if, if they play their cards right, they may never have to do any public speaking. <laughs> <laughs> when did you... So, I mean, hip-hop and that kind of flowetry, right? I mean, like, poetry and hip-hop obviously has defined most of your life. When did that first become a thing for you? Do you remember that moment? And make sure you're right up on the mic here. Yeah, I, I was a teenager, and... um probably like eighth grade, I want to say. Um, I was, uh, I took dance and dance lessons. So like seeing people break dancing was inspiring or even just like at the time that the, the videos, you know, MTV, that was kind of new in, in the town that I grew up in. Like suddenly we had MTV. Uh -huh. So it was like a whole new world. And so like trying to learn those dances and stuff, cause it was my first like sort of attempt to, I don't know, explore that. 
And then, so are you telling me you spent some time watching Dr. Dre and Ed Lover? Absolutely, on MTV every day after school. That was great. I mean, honest (laughs) to God. But then, if you switched over to BET, so it was what were they called on MTV? Rap City? No, it was Yo MTV Rap. Yo MTV Rap. And then the next half hour, you could flip over to BET and watch another half hour, and there were slightly different vibes. But I mean, like that old school stuff, like Redhead Kingpin and the FBI (laughs) crew, and that's why I had to throw down to rock a microphone in because I I don't consider myself a historian of 80s hip-hop but that's where i fell in love with it so most of my favorite stuff comes from that era so you find it but that's a big step from being intrigued by something so i mean were you like a b-girl for a while there were you dancing popping locking i mean i was trying i didn't have a teacher i was watching other people trying to do it but then i a friend i met a friend um who brought me mixtapes and they had um run dmc the beastie boys jj fad and other people, and I was just like, what is this? Like, it's not... We, we should have played Supersonic <laughs> so by J.J. Fad. Yes, nice. Oh, my God. And they weren't yeah. even brilliant rappers, but because it's, it was it was so early on, yes. the, the, the art was building, right? Yeah. I mean, it would it would go off in a million directions, but early on, it's like, yep. we're J.J. Fat and we're here to say... Yep. Oh, my God. You are, <laughs> you are making me very smiley right now. <laughs> I, I hate to keep interrupting, but just thank you. So, please, you hear all this stuff. You get so, these mixtapes. Do you start rapping along? Do you start writing your own stuff? Yeah, so I... I almost immediately started writing and of course I was definitely stealing lyrics from what I had already heard but I just was so like I already liked to write but but it wasn't anything that I thought oh I just liked to write I didn't think it would become anything and so I wrote I actually wrote a song and then I was like "Ooh, I don't want to do this by myself so I asked a couple of other my my classmates here I've got lyrics can you try to get these lyrics there happened to be a young woman. Her name was Bettina, and she could beatbox. Oh, and nice. some of the guys in my class actually got word of it. And um, they so then they got a little crew together, and we had a little bit of a battle. Now, it was like at a school dance in, in junior still. high. And so, like, yeah, so it's so <laughs> funny it. to I think of. It. And we, we only won, not because we were great. We won because we had all of our friends, like, cheering us on and it's funny because I, I i i need to go back and talk to friends from that from my junior high years and go do you remember that because that was like a really funny moment so that was like the first time i ever tried to write a song when so i was like what for 14 or maybe 15 somewhere in eighth eighth grade ish wow maybe but ninth I mean, like grade, you yeah. found your Cin- spinderella in the beatboxer you were salt and pepper yeah, yeah like, in, but, but like young yeah. can i ask what city where did where did you grow up so i grew up in a small town in iowa mount pleasant is that where oh, this yeah. beatboxing's going down i know where mount yes. pleasant is yes. i've been there i've actually stayed yeah. there yeah. for a night eight thousand yeah. about eight thousand people it's a mm-hmm. it's a thriving little community though like yep. it's got a cool downtown actually like there the businesses are all full yep. and Great we, little restaurants and shops. There's really nice shops. <laughs> Do a little, really nice Do a little antiquing down there. Did I, did you? A, I did a little antiquing. <laughs> yeah, okay. There's a great um, thing that happens down there called the Old Threshers Reunion, and it's where they bring all the old thrashing machines from back in the day. And they and there's it's like a big fair. It's like this like a Minnesota State Fair. To me, it's better. Than well, the Megadeth Minnesota played State it fair. once. It was really great. Wow, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, what? The old thrashing. Um, oh, nice. <laughs> so the the. <laughs> The um, aren't threshers uh, the source of the majority of hideous farm accidents? 
I wouldn't doubt it. I, mean, I, I think, like, you know, like, when, when you hear the story of the guy getting both his arms threshed off his body, Gosh, I think oh that's what it's from. Anyway, I'm sure it's a fun festival. It sounds really great. Uh, Desdemona is our guest, and you have are part of a great upcoming festival this coming weekend called the Big Turn Festival, and we'll talk about that just ahead, but I don't like to go too long without hearing a little music. This is a classic from you. Will you please tell me about this song, where it came from while we're playing it right now? Yeah, so this is the source. It's the title track of an album I put out in 2007, um, and I got the inspiration from it when actually in the my um, was it MySpace? Yeah, MySpace days, mm-hmm. and I heard this uh, young rapper um, local who was local or transplanted here locally, and he's working with a, a producer. And I was like, I love that sound. And I sat and listened to this one song over and over and wrote the lyrics. And then I asked that producer if he would collaborate with me. And? And he said yes. Wow. Yeah. Like dream come true kind yeah. of stuff. I mean, yeah. you'd already put out music prior to this, right? Yeah. yeah. But do you feel like this is one of the high watermarks of your career? Definitely. I agree the wholeheartedly. Whole, yeah. The album and everything about it, um, the songwriting and everything, um, the production of it, because most of the album is live instrumentation. Not this track, actually. Okay. But, but um, yeah. So, yeah. Remember love. Love is a source. Force of the magnet, evident. 
intuitions. It's no coincidence. Prevalent loss of hope. Slip knots the rope. Strange fruit hung from dysfunctional family tree. Carbon monoxide killing us inside. Blind to the signs while our eyes are open wide. I can't see you, can't see me, and we content to walk this earth blindly. Remember love. Remember light. Remember reason. Remember life. Remember love. Remember light. Remember reason. Remember life. Yeah, love is a source. Love is the light. Love is the reason. So love your life. Love is the source. Love is the light. Yeah, love is the reason. So love your life. Evocative of how good the record is. The vibe is cool. I've always loved the sort of loping, chill out room, down tempo hip hop vibe. It's one of my very, very favorites. That's an excellent song by you right there. Thank you. Thank you. So I, much. I mean, I really, I do like. I played it on Freedom Rock back in the day a bunch because I was like local artist who's actually good at what she does. <laughs> okay, cool. We can do some of that. I mean, you've been involved in hip hop and various poetry outlets and so many things for so long. I actually wanted to ask you about this. You work with True Art Speaks as a poetry ambassador. Yeah. That, that sounds like an I, I'm an Elvin emissary. <laughs> like what, what, is, what is a poetry ambassador? So I go out into the community and I talk about the work we do as an organization. And what is the work you do? So, uh, wow, I wasn't prepared for this. Um, so I, You we, did put it in the bio. I did put it in the bio. <laughs> okay. So um, we... Um, the work we do, uh, we host a weekly open mic called okay. Reverb Open Mic, and it's a space, obviously, where people can come and perform, um, but we also open the space for dialogue and for feedback. So you can come to the space and go, I have this new piece I'm working on, not sure about it. I would love to get some feedback from the audience, and so then you can give and receive feedback. It's kind of unique in that way because there hasn't really been another open mic that's been specifically sort of that's the direction um, we also have a program called Be Heard, and it is for youth between 13 and 19 years old, and it's a competitive um, slam series, and it's actually just started in February. Now, when you and- say competitive slam series, let me ask you this, just because some of this stuff fascinates me. Are we talking like more poetry, but essentially rap battles, like going against each other? It's actually poetry, and, and there's a time limit, and they do go against each other, but they're not like on stage at the same time. So are they are they riffing against each other, or are they just trying to do a better poem than the person they're up they're against? They're just trying to do a better poem okay. than the person right. before right. them. And in and this year, what's cool is um, they will get, they, the, they go through the process of prelims, semifinals, finals, and the people who make it at the end, six poets at the end, um, then we'll get the opportunity to work with um, Denez Smith, who's a well-known poet and writer, amazing artist and teacher. 
um, and then they'll get to publish a book together and they'll get to travel a little bit. Wow. And there's a $500 um, scholarship that they'll all get that can go towards anything education, anything towards their education. Where would I find out more about that? Ah, yes. Trueartspeaks.org. And there's just no E in the word true. Okay. True Art Speaks. T-R-U-A-R-T Speaks.org. Uh, and where does the reverb open mic happen? The reverb mic open open mic happens at uh, Flava Cafe. Um, I think it's 623 University Avenue West, right okay. on Dale and University, right off the Green Line. Really easy to find. Parking in back. Great space. This weekend, you are part of a festival. And although you have toured and performed and collaborated many, many times, as we talked about earlier before we started doing this, you don't perform nearly as often as you used to. Yeah. But, I mean, I think you've earned the place, right, to pick and choose. You decide when yeah. you want to do it and where you're going to You're going to be doing it at the Big Turn Festival this coming Saturday at Red Wing Bicycle. Where's Red Wing Bicycle? Well, I've never been there, so okay. I, I have we'll to use find my out GPS. together During this next song, I'm going to find out exactly where it is, but that's where it is. And if you want to go to BigTurnMusicFest.com, you can get all the necessary information there. But John Magnus and Trio, who are great, are going to be there. Fathom Lane, who are great, are going to be there. The right here, I do not know. And Desdemona is going to be performing live. And then the Orange Goodness, who we're about to hear a song from. But for those people like myself who have been living under a rock, who have no idea, I've heard of the Orange Goodness because they've got the new record out, so they've been popping up in my socials a lot, but I don't know the Orange Goodness. Can you help me out? Yeah, so it's a trio um, of Mike Michael, who's the guitar player, Ian Allison, who's on bass, and Reese Kling, who is the drummer. Um, and I, I, like, I guess I know how they describe themselves, but, like, for me, um, it's got this rock pop feel to it um and we will be collaborating actually at at big turn so it'll be this combination of what i do and what they do and kind of like melding those things together are these all ages shows or are they do you know are they 21 plus or all ages i actually we can certainly go look, look at it Unless i need I'm to going go right now i'm going to look <laughs> right why now. i just i bring it up because my son is 20 he won't right. be 21 till june but he's been making beats and mixing yeah. beats and he also plays keyboards on his own on his own things that he's doing. He does not rap or do anything like that, but he's looking for collaborators sure. and that sort of thing. But I would love to have him go to something like that yeah. just to be able to experience it. Well, I think since it's at the bike shop, I would yeah, you'd we're think check so. in, but I would you, think you that would it would be, that it'd yeah. be fine. Yeah. I'll have the details by the time we're done hearing the orange goodness, because what I didn't realize about big turn was that it was one of these massive festivals yes. that's got 40 stages going on here. So I'm a yep. little lost in the weeds right now. So <laughs> let me figure out that. And then we'll have more. But right now let's hear the orange goodness on the Brian Oak show.
Sorry, I'm lost on the internet right now. I <laughs> feel like I'm falling into the matrix. That right there was music from the Orange Goodness, who will be collaborating with Desdemona this coming weekend at the Big Turn Music Fest. And I've heard about it over the years, and people are like, you should really get someone on about the Big Turn Music Fest. And I'm like, all right, done. I didn't realize, I guess I knew that it had more than one stage. I didn't realize it had about 15 stages all throughout Red Wing. Yep. This is cool. Yeah. It's a great lineup. And the weather seems to be cooperating this yes. year. Could be 20 below. <laughs> yes. But luckily, it will not be. And I'm just looking, and there, there's a great, great lineup there. Um, wow. I'm, I, do you still get excited about doing it? Do you dread it? How do you feel about knowing you've got a gig this weekend? Um, I feel good about it, but I definitely have to go and like practice my lyrics. I have to go through the songs. Um, my mind is not what it once was. And Welcome to the club on that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so I definitely, there's a little bit of nervousness that comes. Once I get on stage, it's it's great, but I have a little bit of trepidation leading to it oftentimes these days. And I just, because my mind, it just like, I'm like, am I going to remember these? these it's always lyrics? that first step. And then once you do it, muscle memory takes over yep. and 99% yep. of the time, everything goes brilliantly yep. and then you know otherwise people are very forgiving once they've been boozing and you don't go on until 10 o'clock you're going to be just fine <laughs> before we continue with desdemona i want to check in with my friend sean bernard um sean do you like this warmer weather does it have an impact on your work as a re- i guess these are two different questions uh but does the warmer weather let's start there since we're going to talk about you working for remax results yeah does the warmer weather influence people's attitudes about how early they want to start thinking about moving it does. I mean, if you look at the listings and how much they've gone up in the last couple of weeks, people are kind of going, I don't know if we're going to have a real winter. Well, we really haven't. They're, they're, I mean, no matter what happens from here on out, this is not a normal right. winter. So It's already the middle of February. Even if it kicks in for a while, it's going to be <laughs> wet and slushy. We've, we've dodged the main cold bullet, and yeah. I'm saying that because I want the cold bullet. I'm tempting you, Mother Nature. I'm tempting you, fate. I happen to love winter. Sorry, I got distracted. What well, you were saying? I got new tires this year uh, just because I was like, well, I better get the tires really bald. I'm like, I better get the new tires. So that's the reason why we've had this really easy winter. And I did the same. Snowed. Did you really? Yeah. Yeah. I Isn't it same. crazy? So did my wife. And so we're just, we're convinced that it's because of us. Couldn't be global warming or any other issues. We don't call it global warming anymore. We call it climate change. Okay, climate, climate. Because guess change. what? There are going to be areas that are going to be getting much colder. There I are going to be areas that are getting much yes. wetter. I just read an article about how one of the main currents in the Atlantic seems to be dissipating which means the air is just going to stop moving over the Atlantic in that particular area. Hmm. It'll be fine. That's east of us. I mean, we they're, should, be, they're <laughs> should be okay. They're predicting that it'll only warm things up about four degrees, and we shouldn't see more than 100 foot rise in sea level. It's going to be All fine. All that really matters is that the U.S. is okay, right? Well, that's just the thing. So here's what we recommend. Since Sean kidding, represents Minnesota, buy a house in Minnesota. We've got plenty of fresh water, and it's going to be a long time until it floods here. Yeah, I've got a really cool place that I'm listing that uh, starts tomorrow in uh, Duluth. It's actually 15 minutes outside of Duluth. It's actually a main home. And then in 2007, they built a a huge garage with a, like, they used to call it mother-in-law uh, apartment. apartment. Yeah. yeah. But it's actually a two-bedroom, really cool place with a pond, 10 acres of land. Uh, it's listing at three ninety nine tomorrow, but really, really cool place. I'll have that on my social media uh, page as well. If you know of somebody looking to buy or sell, 612-859-2594. I donate a portion of every buy and sell to an area musician or band. 
of the buyer or seller's choice. Yeah, they get to choose unless they don't know anything about music, which would be weird that I'd know them if they didn't. Uh, they don't know any local artists. Shots fired. Uh, so what happens is I have a bunch of, I have a list of a bunch of artists that will. Yeah. I believe you have donated to me before. Have I? I just realized I that. I think I did through somebody. I don't remember who it was. But it people might was it through say- Colleen? Uh, which one? Colleen Cruz. Oh, I think it was through Colleen yeah. Cruz. Yes, it was. Oh yep. my gosh! Yeah, that's funny. I so Thank that's you. I've donated. You're very welcome. I've <laughs> donated to so many people. I forgot we donated yeah. to you. Yeah, Colleen's a good friend and friend of the show. And oh, she kept the, the show afloat in my absence. Yeah. Not that I didn't trust you, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, there was a time a few years ago I ran into well, a little I bit of a rough Certainly spot. didn't want to do it myself. That would not be fun. So you don't know that. Well, I don't think it would Uh-oh, have been fun. look at that. Suddenly there's political intrigue on the Brian <laughs> nice, Oak show. Nice, Somebody's coming for the big share. So that's cool. Share. I'm glad that we were able to, yeah, to support you in a nice, small, small way. So. And nice to meet you. That's crazy. Yeah. When you said that, I was like, wait, that, I, yeah, yes, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got that. Yeah, Colleen's a good friend. I've known her for many, many years, so. I'd like to direct people to the BigTurnMusicFest.com website because it's two days, this Friday and Saturday, and it looks like the weather is mostly going to cooperate. At least it's not going to be 20 below, which it easily could be. I didn't realize how much... I knew it was a big deal. I didn't realize just how big a deal, up to and including the Red Wing Bicycle Stage that you're going to be headlining along with the Orange Goodness. There are so many people there. As I told you, you will have the unfortunate... Misfortune of going up against Octopus. Good luck with that. <laughs> but uh, Dan Israel's going to be performing there. Colin Bracewell's going to be there. Murder Curious, Sunken Plains, Linus, Big Salt is going to be there. Luke Callan, Twins of Franklin. I could just sit here and rattle them off. There is so much music going on there. People should go and get their wristbands. It, it reminds me of the Midwest Music Fest. You know, every time I was thinking like, oh, do I want to drive all the way to Winona yeah. and do the thing and the stuff? And, the, and I've enjoyed it and loved it every single time. Yep. Seeing these kinds of bands on smaller stages in smaller venues, it increases that critical mass, right? Like it yeah. just, it's tastier. When it comes to writing your raps that you've done yeah. or the poetry that you do, do you take a different approach to those two different mediums? Yeah, I think there is a different approach. My, the poetry is just more free flow. I don't have to worry so much about structure. I mean, sometimes I play with structure or form or whatever, but um, yeah, the music is definitely different and comes to me in a different way um like a lot of times a hook will come to me and i might just have that hook for i don't know it, it could, i could have it for a few weeks or a few years before anything ever happens with it and then sort of gradually figuring out like the concept you know developing something so it, i i i feel like i enjoy songwriting a little bit more than i enjoy poetry writing um because it's more challenging, I for, I guess in my mind they can both be challenging. But like, the structure of a song and playing with that, maybe experimenting and breaking the sort of usual structure. Um, I don't know. It just is kind of fun. Very good. So, what are we going to see on display more? I mean, like, will there be a poetry interlude anywhere during the so, Orange Goodness? Eh? <laughs> so we do have one. Uh, we have a few um, where we're going to kind of improvisational and one of them is a poem um that a lot of people know from me actually from that that album the source um it's a poem called too big for my skin and we are not rehearsing in advance so it just whatever will be will be which is great 
I, I love it. That's actually one thing I wanted to ask you about. Whether we're doing poetry slams or whether we're doing rapping, whenever they say freestyle, these are usually bars they had in their head somewhere anyway. I mean, like a full, actual, I'm going up there with a completely empty mind. Does freestyling really exist? Y- yes. Is it good? Because I find in life, if I haven't done at least a little preparation and I'm not ready for it and don't have enough bullets in the holster, that freestyling, no matter what you do for a living, can often be disastrous. It can be disastrous. I think that there are a few great freestyle artists. Mm -hmm. I would not consider myself a great freestyle artist. I I think we'll be the judge of that on Saturday, <laughs> won't we, right. Exactly. That's I right. think we'll be the judge of that, Desdemona. Well, well our improv, I'm, I know what I'm going to do. Okay. I'm, I do know what I'm going to do. There are moments of freestyle that can happen in my, but I don't go, like, I don't usually enter freestyle ciphers because I, I would, know there are people who are really good at it and yeah. I'm just not. <laughs> You know that already knowing what you're going to do is sort of the opposite of improv, right? Well, okay, excuse me. Excuse me. What I mean is the guys will be improving behind me. That they don't it. know what I'm going to do. I don't know what they're going to do. So, yes, I excuse me. for. I, know, I, like I, I, had, I was, I was just though, giving yeah. you a hard time. I did something very similar recently um, with the Intoxicats. They had me go up and read a spoken word piece, and they were just doing early spooky Pink Floyd stuff behind me. And, uh, yeah, I did Tom Waits, What's He Built? in there and uh, in the voice of Tom Waits um, I, I was terrified and then as soon as it started I was like how is it already over well, uh, I, yeah. I, was, I was just starting to have fun like that so anyway we'll be able to see you do that at the Big Turn Festival um, do you still get recognized as the rapping lunch lady um, I mean because for people who don't know it was about 10 years ago yeah it was like 20 yeah it was almost exactly 10 years ago, you yeah. D- you did a, a commercial for Kmart, right? Yes. As the rapping lunch lady. Yes. <laughs> will you, will you give us so a very fun. brief synopsis for those who don't remember? Uh, yeah, so it w- took place in a like lunchroom. It was actually in a, we were in a school and there were lunch tables and it was this back to school commercial and myself and another um, young rapper named Nikki Lynette from Chicago were cast as these this duo um, and there were supposed to be three of us, but I guess they didn't find a third person that they wanted to work with. I don't know. So we are rapping this song about kicks, jeans and hoodies and like talking about Kmart. But it was really fun. And there was a lot of space. Like I was worried because I was like, can I see the, the, the script of the rap before I say yes? Because I need to know this is going to be just completely awful. <laughs> <laughs> I remember being very entertained by it yeah. when I saw it. But I and they let us ch- do a little bit of change lyrically so that the flow was good. But I mean, they had a solid they had something solid more than I've ever seen before in sort of like the advertising thing of well, like more than you'd expect rap. from Kmart. No matter yeah. what agency they've hired, it's still Kmart. Yeah. They're not going off yeah. the off the track very far. Right. So yeah, it was a really great experience for me. I they reach. I got reached out to by a, a company that did licensing for music, and I wasn't sure that they were for real. And that, but then I still had to audition, and I had to audition and send videos of myself, which was kind of nerve wracking. Mm-hmm. And at by the tenth video, I'm kind of like. Okay, can I, you just give me this gig? Because, like, they wanted me to rap slow. Then we wanted me to rap fast. They wanted me to rap without music. Then with music. Then they wanted me to dance. Uh. They wanted, there was all these things. About it. And 
I was like, there's got to be a way we can condense this, right? Like, yes. can we do five of these in one video? Is that a thing? Sometimes she rhymes slow. Sometimes she rhymes quick. Her name is Desdemona. If people want to go back and explore your catalog, maybe they missed a moment here or there. What is ground zero for what you do and who you are and how you like to express yourself? Do you have a website? I don't have a website. I do have a Bandcamp page that has music and merchandise on it. That has basically everything that I've ever put out. Um, and I guess I would, I mean, I would recommend, well, if you want to go back to the beginning, I would recommend The Ledge. Um, but the most recent thing I put out, which is still a little while ago, um, 2016, I put out No Man's Land. Um, and it has kind of a um, like golden era hip hop vibe to it and features all women from the Twin Cities. Um, it's my favorite project that I've ever done. And yeah. Are you uh, thinking, I mean, like have, have enough ideas been bouncing around inside that uh, active brain of yours that you maybe, maybe there is a new record somewhere in the future? Are you not motivated? What are you thinking? So I hadn't, uh, it's like I've had wanting to and had sort of pieces of songs that are con conceptual songs that I really want to work on, but I want them to be right. But recently I decided I'm going to do, uh, you, you know, you said earlier, it's time travel, right? Music is time tra traveling. And I want to do a um, collection that's going to be like poetry stuff. Um, and there may be some lyrical stuff in there, too. But um, I want to call it the Time Traveler's Log. And it's all about sort of traveling through time. It's like all the pieces will have some element of that in them. So it's funny that you said that earlier because I was like, I have a project that I'm... I saw you smile and nod and I was like, <laughs> well, I, I mean, you know, Sean and I were talking about how it doesn't yeah. matter if it's good mood or bad mood. You hear a certain song, pew, and yep. you're gone. You're yep. off. That's, it's better than drugs. For yep. three and a half minutes, you are somewhere Absolutely. else. I couldn't I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Well, I wish you luck and have a great time at the Big Turn Festival. Yeah. Before we say our final goodbyes, we do have to thank our good friends at Smart Start MN. Without them, we are nothing. Also to our good friends at OADesignBuild.com. Also, Sean Bernard, tell me that number again. 612-859-2594. That number is also textable. Beautiful. And also thanks very, very much to Nate and his entire crew, our good friends at AudioQuip, who were on board from the very beginning, but they just came through and sort of reconfigured, reconnoitered. What did they yeah. do? What did they do with new, the equipment? New soundboard. We got a, a dongle for the music, so there's no more high-pitched hum. So if you have uh, dongle needs, you're telling me that audio equipment is the, dongle, they got, the place they to got go. All kinds of, they got small dongles, big dongles. They got all kinds of different dongles. I will never not be a 12-year-old boy. And who decided to call it a dongle? What sort of wiseacre said, we're calling this thing a dongle? <laughs> some it kinda some looks nerdy like IT a dongle. guy. Yeah. Some nerdy IT guy was like, ha, 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 dongle. dongle. <laughs> I invented a new dongle. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Well, thanks very much to them. <laughs> if you have audio needs, please, they're great, great people. They respond on it. They turn around on a dime. They're really good at what they do, audio quip. But remember, look for the little red circle with the little A and the arrow in it because there are other audio quips out there, and we can't speak for them, and we don't trust strangers. We like to stay very much to ourselves here on the Brian Oak Show. Minnesota of us. Exactly. Now, I don't know that person. They're not allowed. But the good people at AudioQuip are allowed. Des, after this particular performance this weekend at the Big Turn Festival, what does spring look like for you? Um, spring is usually a really busy time, especially for teaching. We go into schools a lot. Um, and so I'll probably be doing a lot of projects around getting kids to write. Um, and then hopefully my hope is to start the project that I just mentioned mm -hmm. um, and like get the process going on that. 
Fabulous. Good luck. Well, I hope you have a great 2024, and good luck this weekend. It's a killer lineup. Before we go, we got one more song, and it's yours, and I want you to tell me about this song, please. I've been so... um, I was thinking about getting older. this, This song was written when I was like 35, I think, or maybe just slightly younger than that, and just thinking about like... People were saying at the time, like, nobody wants to see a 30-year-old rapper, mm. blah, 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 you know? And I was like, what? Like, I have more to say now when I than I ever have. And so, and now I'm 50. <laughs> and so the song is just talking about, like, I, I'll be rocking, I'll be rocking as long as I'm alive. I'm not going to stop just because I'm a certain age. I'll be rocking as long as I'm alive. I've been the secret weapon, I've been the fool I've been the straight edge who follows all the rules I've been the victim, I've been my own savior I've been the catapult turned into lifesaver I've never been wishy-washy, no, I never waver I've been a mother, though I've never been in labor I've been overlooked and looked over for my goods I've been to the top on the mountain I've stood I've cried and laughed and misunderstood I've done some dirt, but i covered it good I've been put on a pedestal, but I'm just a human being I've tried to be nice and ended up acting mean i've tried to be perfect i've tried to take flight i've tried to be patient with the beauty in life i've tried to write down the meaning of it all i've tried to really love but i just can't fall every day i'm getting older and new season to write they ask if i'll be rocking when i'm 35 my reply is wide i close my eyes see i'll be rocking as long as i'm alive i travel the maze it's a way of life slide down the sound wave when the tide is high leave a piece of me behind in the lines i write and i ride the incline when the words take flight I've opened doors when they were locked for me I've tried to be humble, been on bended knee I've always known the power inside of me But I've never been sure of what others are seeing I've been confused, yeah, I've been used I've been sucker punched and I still have the blues I've been the token and I've been the truth I've been trying to stay grounded and feel these roots I've been underestimated just like you I've been on the search and I've found the clues Life comes down to the path you choose Failure ain't an option, I will not lose I look into the mirror, watch it all pass There's something so beautiful about how fast It falls from the cradle of life into action The best that I can hope for is a little satisfaction Every day I'm getting older and new season to write They ask if I'll be rocking when I'm 35 My reply is wide, I close my eyes See I'll be rocking as long as I'm alive I travel the maze, it's a way of life Slide down the sound wave when the tide is high Leave a piece of me behind, the lines I write And I ride the incline when the words take flight. I've been all these things. I've been the muse. I've been the naive lady singing the blues. I've been talked about, yeah, misconstrued. I've been loved and hated by a lot of you, but I don't ever stop. I've said it before. When you think I'm done, I'm coming back for more. Stronger and wiser than I was before, because the music is the thing I truly adore. See, every day I'm getting wiser. You can see it on my face. Every trial I've encountered can never be erased. Every lesson I've learned in my mind burned. Every moment is a blessing, but the memories blur. Hold tight the dream. You gotta let loose the pain. If it don't feel right, then just change your name. Adapt, shape, shift, transform, reborn, flight. I'll be rocking as long as I'm alive. Every day I'm getting older and new season to write. They ask if I'll be rocking when I'm 35. My reply is why. I close my eyes. See, I'll be rocking as long as I'm alive. I travel the maze. It's a way of life. Slide down the sound wave when the tide is high. Leave a piece of me behind. In the lines I write and I ride the incline when the words take flight. I'll be rocking as long as I'm
I'll be rocking sound waves even when I die. 